Hi guys, Wendy here. Welcome to the Healthy and Thriving Career Moms podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for thriving with your healthy habits, especially in the midst of the crazy mum juggle. I get that you're busy and that taking time for you is not always easy, but I'm here to help. So let's jump in. So hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to episode six, where we are getting stuck in to the juicy topic of time management. Now, this is something that so many of you I know struggle with because you've reached out to me about it. You've asked me to create an episode about this. You've said to me, Wendy, tell me, how do I get more time? How do I get more things done? Because as a busy working mom, we feel particularly laden with decisions and tasks on a daily basis. And it's one of the things that can feel the most overwhelming and the most stressful to us as busy moms. And I know so many of you have said that last week's episode all about my four stress-reducing hacks really helped you to look at stress and how you could manage it better. But I think as well, what we need to add to that is more tips and techniques on time management. But before that, I really want to challenge us on something. And that is, what if I told you that you don't need more time? You need to learn how to get the best out of your time. So it's not a case of fitting more into your day, but actually about working smarter with your time. So not harder, but working smarter. And I absolutely love that. I look at my day and think, right, what can I work smarter on here? What can I time stack here? What can I delegate here, which will free me up to have more time? I think the challenge is working mums comes because we feel like we have to do all the things. Someone said to me once, you know, being a working mom is like feeling like you've got to work as if you have no kids and be a mom as if you have no job. And I think that's so true. So what we try and do is we try and do all the things to do with our our work and our careers. And then we try to do all the things to be the most perfect mom. We want to bake everything from scratch. We want to cook all the meals. We want to do all the play dates and all the activities. And we want to sew the you know, activity outfits from scratch, all the different things, but actually that's just not realistic. But before we get into all the tips and the tools, I just wanted to ask you the question, do you know what is costing you time? Do you know? Do you actually know in your day what is a time thief for you? And I'm just going to throw out some suggestions and you can maybe, you know, use it, don't use it. This might not be you, but it may be, and this could help identify how you could be spending time and thinking of time as a monetary item. So thinking about every time that you go to do something, how much is this actually costing me in terms of my day? And I always like to think of it in terms of like my hourly rate. So I have, I won't share with you, but I have an hourly rate that I have in my head, my time is worth. And actually, to be fair, you could probably go and look this up on my website when you look at sort of my packages and coaching packages, because people can book like a power hour session with me to get unstuck. And it's literally 60 minutes with me. We're coaching out your problems and we're working on getting you some quick relief and some strategies in place. So you can see what that would cost in terms of an hour of my time. So when I come to do something, I'll think, right, well, could I be doing a power hour and earning this amount of money for doing that power hour? Or can I be cleaning my house? Or could I be doing something that perhaps I could pay somebody else or delegate. It's not necessarily about the money, but delegate to somebody else to help me so that I can free up some time 
to do the things that I want to do with my life, be that to maybe work more hours in your business or work less hours in your business or give more to your job or give more to your sport or give more to your commitments or work out more or have more time to cook healthy meals from scratch, whatever that looks like for you. Think about what is your time worth firstly, and then think about some of the thieves of time. So indecision. So when you waste time and choices, you stay stuck. That analysis paralysis, you're going round and round the houses. And it's really about thinking, well, what is the the best decision that I can make in the moment right now? You'll never know whether it was the best decision or the worst decision, but just making a decision is what's going to move you on and stop you being in that vicious cycle. Number two is overthinking. Do you spend too much time mulling and stewing over decision-making situations, events, and difficulties, playing it and replaying it over and over in your head? Like how many hours have you wasted doing that? And now it's just a case of me going, stop it. Like I actually give myself a little slap on the cheek just to really register like what that overthinking is doing and how it's not serving me. Number three, procrastination. Do you procrastinate? And things end up then being lastminute.com. And so you're stressed and you're panicked and you're making poor decisions. So think about this, perhaps. With procrastination, it's often because we feel overwhelmed. And that's often because we've taken on too much. So we've got too much on the to-do list and we're just feeling overwhelmed with it all. So really, it's, it's thinking about that. Are you somebody who's maybe got too many things that you're committed to doing? And think, is that procrastination coming from overwhelm? The next thing is people pleasing. Do you feel like you're always trying to keep everyone happy and content all the time? And I know coming up for this time of year where we've got Christmas coming and lots of families coming together and we're trying to make all the arrangements, it can feel like you're basically living your life to make everyone else happy but yourself. So think about that for a moment. I know that I'm certainly a recovering people pleaser, someone that likes people to like me. I mean, that's just a human natural evolutionary thing. We want people to get on with us and we we don't want to put people's noses out of joint. But sometimes, sometimes our constant people pleasing is really sucking our time and really taking time away from things that we could be doing to serve us more. The next thing is scrolling. Are you spending time scrolling through social media, news sites and other apps And it's just draining your time as well as your mental health because you are comparing everybody else's highlight reel to your crazy day that went on in the background that no one saw. Think about that one. The final thing is, are you not backing yourself? So what I mean by that is, do you create a plan, but then you don't see it through? Or maybe you make a decision and then you doubt it. Are you always questioning yourself? Those things are actually all time thieves. And all those things that I mentioned, the indecision, the overthinking, the procrastination, the people-pleasing, the scrolling, the not backing yourself are actually costing you time. Okay, so once you've identified like where the drain is, you can plug the hole, then we need to look at the tips and techniques to help you maximize the time that you do have. But before we do, I just wanted to give a shout out to my review of the week, which goes to the lovely Jess Lou 88 And I just want to thank you so much for your lovely review of my podcast, where you said, I've been following Wendy for a number of years now, and she is a beautiful, transparent, honest mummy, wife, and businesswoman. I was so pleased when she launched her podcast, and she is truly the cheerleader in my ear. Her wisdom and little mantras are often the things that keep me going when things just get too much. 
some of my faves, done instead of perfect, progression, not perfection, and stretch goal, not strained. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you, Jess. That I'm so appreciative of that. And I just want to thank you all so much for all your ratings and reviews. It truly means the world to me. And we have now officially been on the air for one month of the podcast. And I'm just so truly grateful. Right, let's get stuck into my seven time management tips that I want to share with you today. And I'm going to go fast because I have a lot to share. And I want to keep this short and sweet for you because I know you're busy and you've got busy days to crack on with. Number one is to be realistic. So often we can find ourselves being completely unrealistic about what we can achieve in a day. And then halfway through the day, we realize that our to-do list is totally unrealistic and then we beat ourselves up and all the negative self-talk that comes with that. My suggestion is to try be realistic about what you can and can't fit in a day. So I set myself three things on my to-do list every day, maybe five at a push if they are small, easy tasks that I can tick off the list. And this is a mix of business, personal that I have on my list. Then when those most important things are done, I can then look at maybe, okay, I can go to my wider list and see, okay, are there some things that I can get done today? The problem comes when we try to do all the easy things first and leave the most important stuff to the end of the day when we're stressed and we're tired. And this is when we have our meltdowns, isn't it? This is when we're like, oh, I just can't cope. And we just have all the stuff that goes on in our heads. And that is because we have bitten off more than we can chew. So the nature of a to-do list is that there's always going to be things on there. So it's best not to have the full long to-do list in front of you. It's best to take three things off that, your most important actions, your MIAs for the day, and have those. I make that list the night before my day starts so that I don't start my day and think, oh, what, what am I doing? What, oh, what was that? Like the night before, I'll look at my schedule. What appointments have I got? What things do I want to do? Do I want to go for a run, hit the gym? Whatever it is that I want to do that day. When am I eating my meals? When am I cooking my meals? Because that's the other thing is preparation. And when am I going to have time to just breathe and have a bit of time for myself before I then transition from work into mummy duty? So number two is to assess your time. So take a bit more of a critical look at how you spend your time. Are you, for example, spending a lot of time going to the shops here and there, nipping out because you haven't actually sat down and planned out, right, this is what we're eating for the next three to four days. I'm going to make sure that I've got all these things in, or I'm going to have an online delivery slot booked, a recurring one, so that I know my groceries are coming on this day, and then I can plan out, do some meal planning. And if you need some help in this department, like just pop onto my website, wendygriffith.co.uk and grab my free meal planner. Honestly, meal planning has been such a game changer to save me time and remove that decision fatigue. And we are going to go into a lot more detail on its own standalone episode because this is such a hot topic for me and one that I recommend to all busy moms. But it could be something else in your day. Are you spending four hours on your phone and not the one hour you tell yourself that you're going to spend? And actually, when you can actually track your screen time through your phone and actually set up app limits. I have app limits on WhatsApp, on my social media channels, just to make sure that I'm keeping a check on how much time. Because sometimes we think, where's my time gone? And actually, when you look back, you're like, oh my goodness, I spent three hours on Facebook today. That's crazy. Think about that hourly rate and what that is costing you. Also, what could you just get rid of completely? And are you spending time that you don't really need to do? So again, I think as moms, sometimes we want to just do everything. We want to own all tasks and responsibilities in the household. 
And one thing for me that I really had to relinquish control over was saying, well, okay, I could delegate the grocery online shopping order to my husband. So I can do the meal planning and then I can say, right, here's the list that we have in Microsoft's to-do app. It's a free app on our phone that we both have, that we're both linked to. So as we need things, we just add it to that list. And then I know that when he comes, it's normally on a Tuesday night, he does it actually. Funny enough, when I record my podcast, he will sit and go through and do the online shop for us. I'll give it a quick check when I'm done. And then we'll go ahead and that will be delivered on Wednesday. Done. Has this freed up time for me? Absolutely. It means I have time to bring you this podcast every week. And that gives me so much more joy than sitting doing the online shop. (laughs) So think about what you could delegate and free up your time altogether. Number three is priorities. Make your life revolve around your priorities rather than your life revolving around everyone else's priorities. So one way to do this is that daily to-do list of those most important actions and and splitting them into the urgent must be done today or things that can maybe be done at a later date or that you can do, you know, during the week or quick, easy tasks that you can do maybe sitting on the sofa in front of the telly or longer term items that you can just move down the to-do list altogether. And this is where using more sort of online apps and things are quite helpful because you can move them out in dates, but you could also do it in a paper version. But we can easily confuse people's demands from us to do stuff as urgent must be done today. And really, just because someone messages you asking you for something, their deadline doesn't become your emergency. It's simply a request for your attention. And for me personally, it's a case of I will respond when I'm able to, which is not diva behavior. It's respecting my time and my boundaries. I respect people who respect their time and their boundaries. So this actually leads me into the fourth point, which is learning to say no. Are you always trying to be the people pleaser and saying yes to everything? And I know that sometimes I can still struggle with this because I'm just such a yes person. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. But we're not Jim Carrey and we're not in the movie Yes Man, okay? (laughs) We absolutely need to respect our time and boundaries and think, well, if I say yes to this, I'm saying no to this. And that could be, if I say yes to helping with this, which of course is a nice thing to do, of course it is, but then I'm saying no to being able to get my workout in. And I know that in order to be healthy and thriving as a career mom, I need to prioritize my workout, for example, just as an example, whatever that looks like for you. Or I don't know about you sometimes, but I can sometimes feel guilty when I go and get my hair done or my nails done or something because I think, oh gosh, that's such luxury time. And I remember asking my mom to pick Jessie up last week because the only appointment I could get at the nail salon was like at two o'clock and school pickup was at three and I just wasn't quite sure I was going to be ready. But I was like, oh mom, do you mind? Like, you know, I used the voice. Oh, do you mind going to fetch Jessie because I'm just getting my nails done? Like as if I'm embarrassed to say and like not owning the fact that I'm taking some time out to self-care. And she was like, of course, no problem. Like she really respected me for it. She's like, good for you. And so, yeah, sometimes it's just about learning to ask for that help and learning to say no to things or learning to ask for the things that we need in order to make us feel healthy and thriving. Because every time I look down at my nails, I smile and I think, yay me, my nails look so pretty. And that makes me feel good. And that gives me a rush of dopamine. And it's just my thing. That might not be your thing. Find the thing that works for you. So my fifth tip is to manage who is responsible for tasks. So like I shared about my husband being responsible for doing the online shop, it's thinking about delegating 
the responsibilities. And sometimes as moms, we just think, oh, I just did it myself. It's just quicker. I'll just do it. You know, if the kids' rooms are untidy, you just think, oh, it's just quicker. Let me just get in there and clean up. Rather than thinking, right, what system can I put in place here to encourage the behavior that I want? It's not always going to be perfect, but it's saying, okay, right, I'll say to my little girl, I'll be like, sweetheart, I would really appreciate it if you could tidy up your toys for me, do your best, best job, and then we can go and spend some time together and do something really fun. So it's giving her that reward. If you do that, then we can do this together. If I would you, (laughs) it's just simple psychology. And then it's not me trying to do everything while she sits and chills and plays and then me sitting there resentful. Well, you know, I just do everything in this house. You know, you're having the conversation in your head and it's thinking about how you can delegate more. And I know it's so hard that word delegation. You think, well, just nobody in my house helps me out, Wendy. It's very easy for you to say. And it's like, well, actually, we teach people how to treat us. We teach people how to respect our time. And that's by asking for that support and that help and not attempting to do everything. So number six is switch off your phone notifications. So this has been such a game changer for me over the years. I've had this for years and I can't believe it sometimes when I'm sitting there and my husband's phone is like pinging and I'm going, does that not drive you bonkers? Every time someone wants to WhatsApp, just like that appearing on your screen, that constant, listen to me, listen to me, like that little voice of like, distraction all the time. I cannot concentrate on a task and be present in the moment if that is pinging. So something I like to do is have my phone notifications off, but then also have my phone put away so that I can be present in what I am doing and not be distracted and have that little time suck of that phone just drain me of all my energy. It's like, I will come to it. I will respond. People know that if they need to reach me in an emergency, they need to phone me or they need to send me a text, a good old fashioned, not WhatsApp, a text message. Who? When did you last send a text message? Let me know. Okay, so number seven is be done with perfection. Perfection doesn't exist, guys. We know this. So stop striving for the impossible. Why is it that when people say progress over perfection or done is better than perfection and we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we nod along and we're like, yeah. And then we're like, but I'm secretly going to cheat the system and try and achieve perfection. Why is that? So think about what can you live with being imperfect? So kids didn't make their beds. Ah, well, they have to sleep in them, not you. Dog ran mud through the kitchen just before bed. Clean it now or in the morning when I'm going to mop after breakfast anyway. I'll do it then. Done is better than perfect. And that is my mantra now. And it's serving me so well. And it's causing such a reduction in my stress to be like, not everything has to be perfect and pristine and the pillows have to be fluffed all the time when they're just going to get messed up the next day because my home is not a show home. It's a home where we live and families are. And trust me, I don't know about you, but I just like live in this like, oh, what if someone just pops around? Well, it doesn't really happen. People don't just come into your house and expect, you know, that it's all going to be perfect and tidy. So why are we holding ourselves to such a high standard of everything has to be perfect, everything has to be clean and tidy? Or is that just me? (laughs) Let me know. So these are the seven top tips that I've learned and implemented over time. And the more I manage my time and have time for myself and my family, the more I fiercely protect it and the more I've honed these skills and got better at them because I'm not perfect by any stretch. I still slip into bad habits with these things, but then I just have to, when I'm finding myself getting stressed or overwhelmed or saying, I don't have time, it's going, no, seriously, Wendy, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Some people run countries and you're moaning that you didn't have enough time today. So what could you be doing 
that is A, costing you time. And what could you be doing to make your time work smarter for you so that you don't have to work harder and be stressed out? So I really hope those tips have helped you today. Please let me know. Reach out to me. Let me know what resonated with you. And I cannot wait to talk to you again on next week's episode. Do you struggle for time to prioritize your health and self-care as a busy mum? Or maybe you're just so tired of starting new habits, diets and plans and never sticking with any of them. It could be that you need help with your stress, diet and exercise or more sleep and dealing with the mental clutter and mum guilt. And you're frustrated with how to create healthier habits that actually stick in these areas of your life because you're fed up, are feeling overwhelmed and you want more energy, headspace and joy to thrive and not just survive busy mum life. My Healthy Habits Toolkit is a digital guide which gives you the tools and practical examples to identify two to three healthier habits which you need to thrive in your life right now. But mostly, it will teach you how to get them to finally stick, even on the days when you feel you're most uninspired. This is not just another guide you get, download, and never look at, because I bring this to life with a masterclass to teach you how to finally become the mum who has healthy habits. I know this is a crazy time of year when we need support with our healthy habits more than ever, which is why I'm offering my toolkit as part of a Black Friday special at over 50% discount. So for less than a quick shop at Tesco's, you can get all my knowledge and experience as a DIY version of working with me one-to-one. It would even make a lovely Christmas gift for a stressed, busy mum you know. You can get yours from the link in my show notes or go to my website, wendygriffith.co.uk. 